Welcome to the With the Will Podcast, where to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Run with the Will and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Palver. I'll milk Digimon System Restore for one more show. I'm DevQ, and I like to make cat noises in response to cat noises. My favorite part about that, A.R., is right as you start to talk, I could tell you were still trying to think of what to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. This should be a much calmer show than last time, don't you think? If it goes three hours again, we riot. Well, it technically went over three hours. That was, it's not like that was intended. It just sort of happened. I mean, when you start summarizing the uh, the movie scene by scene and are surprised that Jeff and I start overanalyzing it, which, you know, is what we my do fa- for the my, fandom. Here's my favorite part, and I'm going to mute myself so they can't hear me when I say a spoiler. And now I'm unmuted, but they could they could hear me. As I mentioned, a spoiler that we actually forgot to talk about. Great content for the audience, I'm sure. To be fair, if they don't know, it's more it's better if they don't know. I'm referring to the radio silence that they got there. We'll see. But yeah, how has technically the last two weeks, last week, how has how is it as we go into long holiday week for everyone? The problem is the cleaning for the long holiday week is oh, I, 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 come I, over. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm exhausted. Man. Yeah. I drank too much coffee. And you know when you drink too much caffeine and you can't tell if you've drank too much caffeine or if you're just not feeling well? I have that right now. Hmm. But also I felt... Thankfully, ki- I, I never let it get to that. Yeah, see, I felt like this yesterday without caffeine, so it may just be that, but who knows. Well, sometimes I take caffeine thinking I get better, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, man, it's gonna be a long week. Might as well start off with Seekers. Oh, that's a great way to set the tone. So, as for... This is surprisingly more tolerable to me personally than the last one. So, 3-8 is... Basically, the good type of exposition. Yes, we're getting happening. we're getting details. It, it's like very basic. N- fu- almost nothing happens, but we're getting like relevant details. It's like, oh, stuff is going to move forward shortly. It's yeah. It, it's it's this is the right way of presenting things. It's yes. just the story itself is now kind of going. Okay, Professor. The, the pro- what, the, the, this is just, here's the, here's the problem. Getting here's a little the, silly. Here's where the problem is: is we're now moving forward in a story we have not had for two months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So three eight is kind of like easing us back into it. Functionally, yeah, nothing a, nothing happens here. Basically, it, it is. It's a, it's a nice transition between what happened before yes. and kind of leading into how it's relevant now. Yes. And three nine is actually really interesting, to be honest. Yeah, three nines. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's um, that's fair. The first chunk, it kind of falls into that weird thing that Seekers likes, where it's exposition that goes nowhere, and it's meant to make you go, "This is an edgy story." Yeah, where it's like, it's like, haha, Lugamon's an asshole. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Lug- Lugamon's kind of a prick and agey, sick, and throwing up, and it details oh, are we that on he has 39? to. Okay. Yeah, and it details because okay. nothing really happens in three eight. We get some basic background exposition, but it's. Background. It's, it's to ease us into this. Yeah, it is it's American. Sort of, it's confirming that the guy that we knew was reminding us that the guy that we expect to be Tartarus is like, yeah, we know it's 
is like reminding us, yes, this guy is Tartarus. Yes. Okay, everyone got that? Clear? Good. Yeah. Let's, um, also that, that the professor has his hands in everything. Yeah. Although it real although they also lean very hard into the the professor's exactly who you think he is. He's definitely not evil. He's a good guy. He's definitely not doing something that will pop up later and has been manipulating things the whole time because the you person just, who because the person who has not seen him for years thinks so. When he has hands in every single side of things, you just have to be suspicious. Like yeah. there's no amount of of altruism that no, he can provide that, that can get you away no, from the it, suspicion. No, th- but that's where it's weird. Here it's like here the exposition we get is He's definitely exactly what he seems. He's a good guy, but it's from someone who has not really talked to him in years. Yeah. yeah. Which, I'm not saying it's a fake-out. It may not be. It comes across as a fake-out, though. Also, it's from the perspective of the police officer, who, regardless of what we've learned so far, you sort of... You're sort of like, okay, she's supposed to be on the morally superior Uh, side. Also, weirdly, is she, like, weirdly not as specific of a cop as you'd expect. Right? Like, like she's up, like just based on his word, she's kind of willing to look the other way, which is a bit weird. Yeah. Because I thought her whole framing was that she was like the serious cop. Justice. I, like, did I read <laughs> yeah, that it's wrong? Parent. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's parent cop. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then not, so with 3-9, the main point of this chapter is AG exists. Well, so here's where I kind of like 3-9 following 3-8, because 3-8 seems to have this as sort of, you know, the professor is sort of playing every side. It's like, I I don't care who gets there first. I just want someone to make make a big leap forward in the progress. And then AG is kind of the one to remind you it's like no the stuff that's going on here does have a real yeah. emotional impact on people and no matter how much he's kind of pulling the strings from behind and even if he does even if we're pretending pretending that he does have good intentions it's still affecting people yeah and then it's like it's just gonna bite someone in the ass at some point and then hey tartarus shows up and i will say the one thing i like is and I'm trying to decide how much I completely buy the character is having him show up and just being a great guy. And he knows what AG's going through because he went through it. He knew AG wouldn't be doing well, so he had to show up to help. And I'm trying to decide if this is may- maybe going a bit too far to convince us. It's... It's it felt more along the lines of like, oh, he's like some depressed loser. It's like, oh shit, I should probably take care of this kid because it's kind of my fault that he's in this situation because I told him to go after Judge. I mean, to be f- to be fair, he he was supposed to go after Judge. Like he went to do it and everything. He's basically sad that exactly what he planned to happen happened. Did he know that? That Leon and Judge had a pre-existing relationship, or that um, Ag and Judge had a I, were like I quote don't, unquote friends. I don't recall if we know what he knows. Okay, because it's one of those things as where they. I where, remember he doesn't. Well, but that's the thing. We don't know what Tartarus actually knows because the entire idea is is he's the shadowy figure behind stuff who only appears. When it has yeah. to. Like, he may know everything. He may be a good guy for all we know. He could be the most psychotic evil dude possible. 
the the framing is is we're not supposed to know, and it certainly wants us to think that oh, it turns out he's a great guy. Uh, it just comes off as kind of like a sad loser, yeah. also. And yeah, a little bit. Well, the sad part is Lugamon's the voice of reason. <laughs> like his thoughts are so clear that he apparently wandered off to try to find information. That's a level of helpfulness that doesn't quite fit Lugamon, but I'm okay with it. And also, he's still mouthy as hell, and that works. Yeah. Sometimes when you're sad, your dog just goes and finds you a slipper and brings it to yeah. you because they think you would enjoy the slipper. Yeah. Lugamon's a good boy. And it feels like it's setting up for shit to happen, doesn't it? Yes, which is good. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, l- let's hope that happens. And after week, after like two weeks of no fan art updates, they actually put up a batch of, I think, three. Oh, good. I did not bother looking. I decided that I need to actually look when they say they do this for if I'm going to post or not. I mean, I've, I've seen some on just on Twitter in general, so yeah. I was hoping, I hope that they find it and put it up there. Yeah. And then Digimon Dreamers chap- tw- Chapter 21's fun. We get to see the powered up Pulsemon. I-, I like anytime Pulsemon acts like himself and people freak out no matter what their level of power or ability is. Like we get like we almost get like a Pac-Man chomping towards Felismon. He's just like, get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. He's just chaos. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh fun, things move forward a bit. We get to hear about the plan. And Ritsu looks way too cool at the end for Ritsu. Yes, yeah. I, I'm like, let him know. I'm not like I'm not buying it. Like he's looking too cool there. It it feels very much like a like any random moment in V Tamer when Taichi or Zero Mara look really cool, and then five seconds later they trip or something, or they start dancing. Yes, and then that is the end of Dreamers as published in Psycho Jump. It is now. It, it is now moving back to its monthly schedule on the four, the third of every month. It'll go up and new chapters until it's over. Uh, I can tell a number of people were very confused by this because they went, oh, now that it's moving to monthly, it will probably be longer chapters, right? Uh, it's, it's like, no, Dr- Dreamers was always monthly. We were getting them weekly because they changed publishing methods and were giving it to us in English. It was always yeah. a monthly... I, I, I would hope that now that they don't have to be published, that if Tenny Abuno goes, oh, I need two more pages for this chapter, he can just do them. But there's no guarantee of that. So, our first new chapter's in about two weeks. Yay. Yeah. And then, anniversary time. The 8th anniversary for Try and the 25th anniversary for V-Tamer. Let's start with V-Tamer. Because of the way media franchises work, it was the first ongoing media that came out for Digimon. Everyone involved still shows up for it. I really am looking forward to seeing if they do anything over the next few months for V-Tamer. There's a very small period before this just becomes Digimon Adventure 25th Anniversary Orama. And I would like to see something for V-Tamer. I don't know what, but I would very much like something. So More art, more art, more art. I, I would like to believe we'll see something from Yabuno, if nothing else. A crossover chapter with Ritsu. Yes! Uh, and then the 8th anniversary of Tri starting. 
it is weird to think it has only been eight years because from this point, because someone's like, oh, it hasn't been eight years of tried discourse. And I went, that's the thing you have yeah. to, that's the thing you actually have to remember is if you think about the time frame, it is very strange because in the past eight years, we've gotten eight feature length films, five shorts, three different TV shows that ran for four years, and that's just anime. That's a lot. Yeah, like, like that's why it, I've always found it weird, anyone who complained about the pace of Try being released. It's like, a feature-length OVA, roughly every half year, is amazing pacing for something like that. To it's such, also I weird... It's also weird that we've had... Because we've had so much, like, it was, like, even, like, a couple of years ago, it was like, wow, it's really been six years already. And now, because we have gotten so many series and so many movies out of it, it's like, eight years feels about right. Yeah. But it's just weird, like, thinking about, like, even where stuff was nine years ago. Yeah, really. Like. War flashbacks to nothingness. Yeah, it was basically... Hey, we're getting adventure on DVD dubbed for the first time. Is roughly where we're at. Like, oh, the show is finally coming out on DVD. And I was still doing. I was still catching up on System Restore. I was finishing up Hunters when Try came out. <laughs> oh man, it's just it's wild to think and like uh, just literally the first time when we really... Like, when Try ended, we didn't know what was coming, but they had already more than hinted at it. Like, literally, Try ends with that title card with the Agumon drawing. Right. And, right. like, we are at it's the... Just a, just put a, you know, like, it's just a pin saying, we're not done yet, yeah. we're gonna do more. This stuff. is the first time since Try was announced where... We we know something like we know the card game thing, some, but we don't really know what that is. Like if that's just a series of cards, it could be. If it's a game, it could be. If it's an anime, it could be. It could be something big, or it could be the announcer. We just go, that's it. Yep. We have no idea what is coming next. Although, with how much money the brand makes nowadays, I think we can safely say won't be too long of a wait. Oh yeah. Yeah. Another so, excuse to reprint Omega Mon figures. To be fair, they they just reprinted the Omega that one Omega Mon figure for no apparent reason, like a month or two ago. The precious gem. They changed the stand color. Remember? He's got a new hat. They changed it from blue to like neon green, and they're like, the neon green represents the color of the internet in War Game, and it's like, oh, I guess that was, I guess there was green in that shot. Even though it's white for most of the movie. Okay. And then... uh, Not a name a lot of people were familiar with before this week. To the point that at one point I had to seriously consider if I had to write, this is not AIM. Because people were like coming to the wrong conclusion. Uh, Yoshiko Miura died. She wrote the lyrics for a number of Digimon songs. I Wish, Itsudemo, Arakara, which is Mimi's... Every Mimi song is good. I'm not even... AR, you say the O2N theme. There's no way in hell I'm getting close to saying that correctly. Close enough. You can do the next one. That was close. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I did mess up one you, thing. You can do the next two also, because I'm not getting oh. those either. Oh, I gotta pull those up. <laughs> oh, let's see here. So, yes, I wish Itsudemo Ayurukara 
Ashitawa Tashi no Kazagafuku, Eian no Kagayaki, and Watashi no Gosenfu, and Koyobi no Fantasy. Close enough. Chokubutsu wa na Akiramanai. Yeah, so she wrote the lyrics to those. And the crazy thing is, is if you look at her musical career, holy shit. It's one of those where I had, you know, sometimes when we go through these names, I go, I had to stop after a while just because. Yeah, another one of those. Yes. Uh, just a, like her Japanese Wikipedia page is considered abridged because too much. Uh, she wrote the opening and ending themes for Samurai Troopers. She wrote the theme to the fate or the lyrics for the Fatal Fury movie. One of the ED themes for Lucky Star. All the openings oh. and all the openings and endings for Cat's Eye. Oh, various cool. various ending themes for Lupin. The opening to Megazone. The theme song to Sherlock Hound. Uh, various Ranma themes, the Japanese lyrics for various Project Echo themes, a number of songs for Fist of the North Star, and the ending theme to uh, Urusei Yatsura, Beautiful Dreamer, which is the one like Urusei Yatsura song everyone remembers. Among many. Uh, and she was, still, she was still writing stuff earlier this year, it appears. Very long career under her under her name. She used to use the name Iron, which is sometimes translated as Eileen. Basically, since 1977, she's been writing music. Uh, director Kakudo wrote a message that the um, the song was done by the time they were working on the video for the ED. So he was listening to it the whole time. He mentioned that he wishes he could have met her at least once. Uh, the Digimon music producer mentioned a number of things, you know, the gentle feeling of the songs and all that. AIM, men- Aim mentioned a number of things. She never got the chance to meet her either. Well, that's too bad. Oh, that's surprised. Well, it's one of those things where you don't, you aren't going to bring yeah, out the no, person I, who wrote. I, the, well, I was just mentioning because. I get that. Yeah. yeah. It's sad, but yeah. Um, crazy career. And then Peter Spellos also passed. A lot of digital. So, Waymon in all the original st- dub stuff, Merrimon in the original dub stuff up through Data Squad, Grizzlymon in the Frontier movie, and uncredited, but it was confirmed by Nemo years ago, he's Omnimon in Data Squad. Among me- Throughout the franchise, he also has a lot of the sm- bit parts, also. Yeah, I forgot Omnimon was even in Data Squad. Yeah. Um, and Sp- Spellos is one of those guys who. Uh, Anyone who ever met him at a convention just talked about how generous he was with his time, making sure fans got their moment that they were looking for, that he was very friendly. Transformers fans always spoke very highly of him, and he was well-loved for playing Skybite. Yeah, I saw a few memorials from like the Transformers yeah. Uh, yeah, fandom. Sky- Skybite was a well-loved character. Uh, basically done. The show is basically done by the one of the rare actual anime dubbed shows. Uh, basically dubbed, doing poetry, which fits some of what was done in Japan. But basically, a weird Starscream esque figure who, instead of screaming, you know, how he'll take over next time, he would do poetry and fly off and everything. He was also uh, Sagat in the Street Fighter Two animated film. He was Hakim in Planetus. He was Rara in Duel. He was Dolce Zavi in the original Gundam movie dub. That dub functionally does not exist anymore. Like, 
Steve Bloom is in that dub. Like one of those like good luck finding a copy of it kind no, of. No, it's stuff. one of it's one of those weird ones where like Bandai under Bandai USA under their original name of Anime Village dubbed it and someone in Japan just doesn't like the dub. So it just does not exist. And he was also the uh the ship robot in Outlaw Star, Gilliam. Oh damn. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So more Tons of messages showed up because sometimes you kind you kind of forget like how many roles some people had, and he taught a lot of people. Also, he was one of the eminent voice actor teachers. So just tons of people sending messages, and then after Spellos, movie stuff. No, have, no more. Have we all survived from the podcast last week? No, no, we're dead. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, that's they're holding a on. seance and they're talking to uh, our ghost. Uh, uh, let us all say thank you to OK for staying until what am for her. <laughs> yeah, for me it was like, oh, it's late, but it's not too late. It's 10 p.m. It's like, oh, that time does not translate well. It was getting late that's for me. Fine. Even yeah. I'm just like, but yeah, oh, I, but yeah I, I'm I'm pretty happy the stuff we talked about for the movie. I think it went well. Um, discussion threads on the forum. Oh, what's weird is, because we did the special last week, but we're still technically in the two-week period where, hey, a week and a half ago is the dub screening, the sub screening. It is weird to think that we've already gone through it. Like... Yeah, it's... it's yeah. It's, L- like, a, like, it's weirdly done for us. Yeah, it, that's exactly what I was thinking earlier. It's like, it's weird, because like, there can be more movie news... But there's very little that we will have to say about it outside of like a detailed interview that breaks down meaning of the film. Like mm-hmm. we we've said our piece. Um, I think it might be good to give a couple, like maybe in a few weeks, to have a allow some of the people who have just been able to see it in, yeah. in the interim yeah, to give them a yeah. chance to get questions no, in or something. Yeah, F- functionally, I think what we'll do is maybe the last episode of the year will be hey if you don't want spoilers be careful because the question and answer is going to have spoilers yeah i like like saying spoilers from this point yeah Yeah. spoiler from this point forward in fact if i'm mathing out my dates there may be a good day to do that but i'm not sure everyone will want to do a show on that day nope i will not (laughs) i just don't care we we may do that episode on the second rather than the first. Yeah, so we'll figure that out. But yes, we, we will do our best to avoid spoilers. I'm sure something will slip out, but we will do our best for the time being. But we very soon, anyone who has more movie questions will get their chance. Uh, to celebrate the movie, they're doing a fan screening in Japan this week. And the plans for this have changed a few times, actually. So it's at the Wall Nine, which blessed that it's the same home base theater we've had since Try. Uh, Tomohiti Sataguchi will be there. He will be doing a commentary while the film plays live, which uh, they did this with Try a number of times. They have no plans to repeat or replay it. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I understand the point, but I don't like it. Uh,. Fukujiro Karayama, who's Daisuke and Junko Noto Vimon, were announced to be there. They'll sit down, do an- questions and answers from fans. They're calling it a teach-in. 
That portion will be streamed and is scheduled for about 30 minutes. They also do raffle with prizes. And since then, they've been able to get a few more people schedule-wise. So um, Ayumi Miyazaki's schedule cleared up, so he'll be there to play some music. And just earlier today, I think, they announced uh, Mao, who's Hikari, uh, Koichi Tochika, who's Hawkmon, and uh, Satoki Ida, who's the sound director slash designer. So, nice. fu- so functionally, they're going to get anyone who's available on that day, and they're adding... Like, it was a good list when it was just the three of them, but now that's more than doubled, it's even better. Um, but yeah, so... Like, are you here? Get your ass over here. Yes. And that... There's definitely going to be more movie stuff to talk about, but this is functionally kind of like the end of normal stuff. I would not... I would have... I would have hoped we would have been able to see it subbed and been able to talk about it before the year is up. I just... My brain still does not quite process that. Oh, it was dubbed we got it. a week after it was in theaters. <laughs> That's just fucking surreal, honestly. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, all credit to them. And here's the thing. I think the dub quality was reasonably good outside of a few odd mistakes, which we talked about and we'll talk about again. Mm-hmm. It was a reasonably solid dub. And the kind of mistakes they made are just as easy to happen if they'd taken their time. The ki- here's the problem. Here's the thing that drives me insane. The kind of mistakes they made were made quite possibly by the same writer 24 years ago. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, it is the yeah. same person who wrote the a number of the post-Nimoy episodes of Zero Two where they start going, oh, it's only been three years since Adventure. And it's like, No. That's not accurate for the dub. And then, music. Now the digital release is out, we get to see the cover. I think we expected the physical releases to have the same covers, but I love that they're full color now. Yeah. They look good. Um, the the various colors one with Louis and Ukuman looks great, honestly. Um, and also the... tempted to get that one. I also love the AIM flying one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So these are out in a month. If you get them from Feel Me's own shop, Feel Me being the music publisher, you also get a print of the cover, which looks nice. And then AIM mentioned on Twitter a little story regarding it. When they were deciding like what the, the photo cover would be, she asked that she be flipped around because it matches up with one of the secondary p- photos from the cover for Friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she says, like, there's no actual connection. There may be a few thematic ones. She just th- she just thought it was cute to have it so they mm-hmm. kind of matched, and that is neat. But yeah, I'm the best song out of these is various colors for sure, though. I do I really like the the covers though, honestly. They all look great. Shakuamon is the greatest of Digimon <laughs> on the co- I just love like like you get Imperial Jamon, it's like action pose. Sylphimon, action pose, Shakuamon. Is Shakuamon like so like hard. that like that is yeah. an like that is an action pose for Shakuamon, but it's also just hey, it's Shakuamon. You can't tell whether it's an action pose or not. He's trying his best. That's all we can ask yeah. of him. And then a few more fifteen second analyze for Wormmon and Stingmon. There's a few more of these, but I'm waiting to do them in like batches of two and three when they make sense. I like these, even if they're very. It feels like some of these might have worked better leading up to the movie. Yeah. 
Like, mm. like I, I, like I love a weird little wormmon analyzer and a stingmon one. That would have been great. Although to be fair, these might have gotten completely crushed if you did a whole bunch of them right before the movie. Yeah, there, there was just like so fucking much yes. everything. The last, the last three or so weeks was just like a tornado of stuff, and then vital bracelet update from V Jump. Um. They go over team battle event. Millennium on will appear in December. I love having him for the end of a year event. It's just, <laughs> and then in the adventure stuff, various O2 related Digimon will appear to fuck up your day. And I love how it's like, okay, it's Chimeramon, it's Armagamon, and it's Ukomon. Yep. Yep. And then on top of that, it is time for cards. So one sec, I have to stretch here. I have to stretch. Okay. I have to look at these cards. Okay, start. St- okay, starter deck seventeen's up first. Kaisnail, great art. I have like very little to say about because this is really cool. Uh, Pride memory boost. I love that it's the D Brigade versus D-Brigade. the Legend Arms versus the Legend Arms. Although it's weird. One thing about this that's weird to me is the Legend Arms member who is most mentioned regarding the D Brigade is the hardest to see. <laughs> Because yes. Ludomon's the one that, like, I think is the first time that association was made between any of these. It's his profile talking about him battling the D-Brigade and shit, and it's like, you can almost miss the little fucker in the background. Really? It's just kind of leeching on yeah. the yeah. Uh Missed memory boost, we get a number of dark, nightmarish Digimon. I like this one. It does not feel very cohesive to me, though. It's just, hey, look at these spooksters. Basically, yes. Uh, then I love the memory boost cards. They're they're always just fun. Yeah, they are. Uh, X Vmon, Stingmon, Imperial Dramon, Dragon Mode, all look great. I love the X Vmon and Stingmon. It's like them battling, but you get different camera angles. One's looking down, and one's looking like up. The really, really saturated colors go yeah. so well. And then the Imperial Dramon card is functionally. I like to believe it's the same battle. They've just evolved. Because it's yeah. Dragon Mode and um, Grand Kuagamon. It feels like it's meant to be the same battle. Even though it's not the same, same artist. Mon. Yeah. Uh, then, Sethmon and Togemugamon. Those, we do not always get to see these guys at first. Can I just say, for the Sethmon one, I love how it has Vmon and Holsamon in the back. Yeah. That is a great little touch. Subtle. Yeah. And uh, the Togemugamon one is so subtle, I'm not 100% sure if it's actually using his attack. It may just be a profile reference. Uh, that Ogremon is not having a good day. <laughs> the eyes bugging out are great, though. Who knows? Uh, it might be a Hyogamon at this point. Uh, Harpymon. I don't have much to say with this because it doesn't feel like there's enough here. It's just kind of flying and sharp yeah. claws. Yeah. Um, and then Lynxmon. Really good dynamic art. Even though, again, it's not really everything is one artist does where it's like super neon. Yes, I it feels like a poster from the nineties. And then I love they did this, Hawkmon and Plotmon, but by the same artist and in the same style as the Vmon and Ukumon promo cards people got mm-hmm. by going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have much to say about these. They're just very nice and cute. Cute. Yeah. Aquilabon and Tailmon. I love when we get the cards where it's different camera angles of the same. Yeah. 
yeah. shot. And this one really like feels like it matches that. Uh, Sylphie Mon looks great. I don't have much to say. Even like when I was writing, you can see at the end, I'm like, I haven't said enough. And I'm just like, the belt is definitely not called the Typhoon. For anyone who doesn't get the reference. I like so, a little Tobu Catmon in the background. I, for some reason, every time I look at this card, I think there's a second one right below the foot at the bottom right. And then it definitely isn't. But yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Sylphie Mon's belt is literally just the original Common Rider belt. And they even have it making a mini typhoon. Uh, if you look, if you pull up, if you search for Common Rider Typhoon, which is the name of the belt, you'll just be like, oh, this is like literally the same thing. Uh, Commandramon and Mechanorimon. Commandramon, I like how it's like a squad moving out, dropping in from what I would hope is a cargo Dramon. Because if, if you look carefully, you can see those drop lines. Mm-hmm. And then. The one piloting a Mechanorimon. I can't decide if this is in water or above water. It doesn't feel like it's in water, but I can clearly see water behind it. I think I feel like it's meant to be underwater, but like the water texturing doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. Well, it feels like the water texture is behind it entirely, but not yeah. in front but, of but, it. At but, all, but, but also, like, if you look at like the rock setup behind it with the water, it feels like that's something you'd get in the deep. Rather than yeah, just like, it's, it's a bit. It's off. also hard to. It's also hard to contextualize because I'm pretty sure they were inside a Mechanorimon at one point in Seekers, on land. Mm, so it's true. not a. Oh, and it's also worth mentioning the Mechanorimon is actually tagged as a police Mechanorimon. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. this is Seekers. And so. then we talked about this on the show, the Digimon Crime Response Team card, which uses art from Seekers. The full name is Metropolitan Police Department, Community Safety Bureau, Cybercrime Division, Investigation Unit 11, Digimon Crime Response Team. You would think that suggests some sort of organization beyond what Seekers is implying of this ragtag group of just, well, just no. going to get together and fight crime. Well, no, I believe it's literally the idea is that it's framed to be a normal organization in the police so they have to detail every fucking but like for the card that's overboard (laughs) and to share in the chat i should point out that jeff sent us this (laughs) oh yes (laughs) yes where it just went completely ass up I've shared it to you guys and to the chat in the YouTube chat where Jeff was even aware this would happen. This is like, yeah, his site doing that does not like that name at all. I think all. my response to that image was that text is going to summon Cthulhu. <laughs> Mine was that, it's just a barcode. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But to be fair, he knew that was going to happen. I'm just happy he shared it with us. I've not checked his site to see if he's manually fixed it in some fashion. I hope not. I hope he hasn't. Yeah, I don't want to leave it like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So next up. Okay, these were... Actually, I do not want to turn off the card one. Uh, Arcanimon and Mummymon. The, this is like the this is when Koki really shines when he tones down the puddingness a little bit and it comes off more stylized paint. Yeah, Mummy Mon especially is really. And both of them are leading a weird little squad, but Mummy Mon squad. <laughs> it's a guy, Mon. Yeah, 
I don't I don't know which one I like more. The one on the left who's like determined or the one on the right who looks really fucking angry and is like yelling. And then there's a weird Bakumon that you can barely see right behind Mummymon. Yeah, no, it's it looks like it's trying to eat his shoulder. Yes. I don't care. It's the Sakaimon that yeah. win here. And then even more nuts was later that night. We get a tamer card Arkenimon and Mummymon <laughs> in their human disguises with anime style art. They did this and I just fucking loved it. Yeah. And, this... and the, do you know what the best part was? I remember thinking, man, I am 99% sure I know what the next card is going to be. And it was Belial Vamdemon and I just cackled. Of course it was. <laughs> you know what the best part was? You know what the best part was? They didn't post Belial Vamdemon on the normal time schedule. They did it a few hours after the Arcanium. Because <laughs> they, they have a schedule every day. Sometimes, yeah. they if they have a, like a special card to show or one thematically appropriate, they will show it off schedule. They showed Belial Vamdemon off schedule, which feels mean. It would be funny if like they were in the background of that card dying horribly. I will say, I love this card art. This is very much, hey, mecha packaging art. And also slightly less fat than Blau Vamdemon is often drawn. Uh, that was like really good, like oozing from yeah. the cannons. And then we get Garudamon X and Ho-Mon X. Ho Ho uh, X gets a nice dynamic piece of art of it running with Piomon and Ho-Mon X. Koki did what they could, but this has always been a weird fucking design. Yeah. And the yeah. Uh, the pose does not help. No, where it's like it try, really where, where, where it's like doing a drop kick or like it does not. It's very claustrophobic. But it has so many limbs. <laughs> it is so claustrophobic. Does it have so many limbs? It looks like it does. It looks like it has. I, like I think it's, many... uh, but I think it's supposed to only be like four or six at most. Well, it's also supposed I to it be has a like bird. So. Wings. I, I like the way you put that. It's supposed to be a bird. <laughs> Yeah. Birds, uh, this birds is one... aren't supposed to have that many limbs. Uh, Godramon X looked... Godramon X I really like, but it also is like, hey, we've seen Godramon before. This one's slightly different, but also he's just showing us a hand. And then Dragon Breath. Dragon Breath's weird in that it has the name of an old card. It references the old card. It's not like a full-on redraw, although it really does reference the art really nicely. In the, yeah, I instantly the, recognized it as like one of the old yeah. in the Hyper Coliseum cards. Yeah, in that card, it was, I think, Kenji Watanabe art of just uh, Maggie Dramon just spinning fire. And that was like the whole thing. Here we get like the nice verses, but Maggie Dramon is sort of in the same pose. So it works really well. And then Pistmon actually looks really cool on this. Where we get the nice angle, the speed. This like is the kind of thing that makes him look much cooler than a lot of his art does. Yeah. Especially since for some reason they always want to draw him from the side. It's like that design really does not that, yeah. yeah. This is the angle. Yeah. And then uh Climbmon appears to be doing a variation of one of its attacks where it can blend in. It, it feels like it's dropping down on someone, even though it's waiting to drop. It, it's it's an Australian drop bear, basically. <laughs> uh, Tempomon looks fucking great. Although, a bit... Am I wrong, or does it feel like this is meant to be like evocative of, like, Jet Set Radio? Yeah. Maybe. 
Like, yeah. the, like the color styling isn't quite right, but it feels like it to me, and I don't. But also like that pose too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got Troudmon. Good art. Interesting, because like it feels like art of him is often the little bit of art we have of him is like standing up. Like here, it feels more like moving forward and almost slouching. And Pulsemon doesn't. And Pulsemon doesn't care. He wants to stretch before he exercises. Mm-hmm. I love that Pulsemon art for the record. And then this card seemed to confuse a number of people because we did not, in fact, get a Leon card. We got a Hacker Judge card, which is him with Pulsemon and not using his profile. This is the art of him from that original promo poster. Oh, so yeah. so I assume they're saving his profile art to do a Leon card in like a set or two. When he definitely will not come back in Seeker since he's gone forever. Rest in pieces. <laughs> uh, then we get uh, Shroudmon's card, Devouring Thunder and Firebreaker, which is definitely not just doing a, an Akuma Hadouken. <laughs> it looks so cool. It does, but it also very much just looks like Akuma doing a Hadouken. Or not necessarily Akuma, uh, uh, Oni, the upgraded, even more evil Akuma. I think his name's Oni. I always forget that dude. And then uh, we're getting some weird ones in this set for like what we expected. It's, it's yeah. like because here's the thing: it's supposed to be a movie O two set, but also like there aren't a lot of characters in that movie. Yeah, so have some savings. Yeah. yeah. So we get Agumon and Galgamon, and the interesting thing is, is the backgrounds are actually from what I believe where you meet them. In uh, the story games. Yeah, that looks... Yeah, that would be. <laughs> Although it feels very weird that you're doing Agumon and Galgamon. It feels like yes. you could get Galmon first. Yes. Oh, I know, they might do Geogramon and Galgamon. And I then, mean, Galmon and then like, hell, okay, we're getting Digimon story, we're getting non-existent O2 characters, and then Mad Leomon. Sure, why not? I love and that is some interesting art. It's doing its poison claw attack, and I love the neon effect. I, I think it's that poison claw attack. We get the nice neon poison splashes. You know, I can. A lot of people have been confused by this art. I just figured out how to explain it. Are you ready? He stepped on a Lego. <laughs> He's mad. I mean, Lego. What do you want? Uh, then Seals Ramon and Tank Ramon. It's funny, I have nothing to say about these because they're not really doing specific moves. It's just neat anime-style art. Like, there's with nothing... watery effect th- yeah, in the back. There is nothing wrong with these in the least, but I can't think of anything to say about them other than, hey, that's nice, and that one has a police marker on it, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get Dark Dramon. It really feels like the Power Rangers about to show up to fight <laughs> because <laughs> like because like because we get like the angle from the command from on so it's high up we see like the smoke we see the stairs so it's like it's an industrial area and it's like dragon zords about to pop up and clock yeah, in the, that's what those dance team was summoning a couple weeks ago oh, oh, I, oh I just i i need to find that i figured out why the dance sucks Remember how we were mocking, like, it's weird, because, like, the dude's apparently, like, a dance, like, he makes dances, and it felt weird? I f- saw another clip, and I figured out why the dance is terrible. Are you uh, ready? Okay. I didn't need to analyze, No, but sure. no, I saw an entirely different clip, and I went, 
because I watched it, I'm like, oh, this stupid thing again. I watched for five seconds, I went, oh, I understand. He did a dance that the mascot cat costume could do. Okay. Because they show the Vimon costume doing the dance. And it still looks fucking terrible, but I at least went, oh, that's why it sucked. I mean, it was never going to be good, to be fair, but still. I'd like to believe that the professional dance guy can do better than that. Yeah, I, I also I can imagine. I've seen mascots really bust out some moves, so no, no excuse. No, not that that fucking Vmon costume cannot do shit. Vmon. <laughs> look, look, look. Here's the thing. I don't remember if you ever saw this AR. I know Dev did, and I know I've talked about it a hundred times when they were showing off the Atmon game at the Tokyo Game Show, wherever that was, and they brought out the Gatchmon mascot. And the thing was on like a raised platform, so he had to walk up it, and he kept fa- and he kept falling backwards. So finally, he turned sideways and he starts shuffling up the ramp because what, all I'm all I'm hearing from this is, is Japanese mascots yes. need to get see, good. See, Dev's laughing because I know Dev watched that. Oh, I saw it too. Okay. I, remember, I know yeah. what you're talking about. It was, I'm just saying, oh, like, it was the most amazing I'm, thing ever. I'm, the Gatchmon keeps walking up, and the head keeps leaning back, making the guy stumble backwards. <laughs> Finally, I'm referring sh- to like college mascot. Oh, I know NHL mascots. Those guys can bring. Those guys yes. have moves. Okay, and then we have Chaosmon, who's Chaosmon. Yeah, fair. I will say, I love the close-up of the Darkshirmon head. It looks really neat. And the other head's just happy to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Runnermon. So, Runnermon with Pulsemon. I looked at this and I just went, I know the joke I'm going to make. It's not very creative. You could describe this as legally distinct from anything in Sonic the Hedgehog. Because <laughs> Pulsemon's running fast. The scenery is a bit... It's Sonic-y. Runnermon only has one tail. Also, it feels like the field lands from Legends Arceus. <laughs> and Ru- and Runnermon himself is basically just Lydramon with a face mask. Uh, so the Achillesmon art is really neat, although I learned something today that I was not aware of about Achillesmon. Most people are unaware he's a cat. I didn't and know And so Achilles. was I until I saw this. I didn't know Achilles Mon existed until today, which what? is surprising considering he, how much furry bait he is. He's had a card before! We've talked about it! Okay. I'll take your word for it. But he's not particularly rem- memorable. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, no, no. He's, he's not memorable. But, like, people are like, oh, I like Achilles Mon. Wait, what do you mean he's a cat? Like, here's I'm the just thing. saying, with, with a pose like this, he should be plastered all over the furry forums and... Apparently, no, should be elevated. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, apparently no one knew he was a cat. Like the number of people who today was like, "What do you mean he's a cat?" No, he wasn't. It's like this is one of the they Digimon. Think he was, they, they think he was just a dude. Yes, they thought he was just like a guy. It's like the other card art is. It's not like it's unclear artwork that we have of him, and I'm pulling it up to show you guys because we definitely knew he was a cat. Achilles Mon. Here's this art. Here's this art. Okay, first up for Devin AR. Profile art. And then the other card art we have of him. I do like the shield around the heels. That's that's a nice touch. Yeah. You talk for a moment. I'm about to sneeze. I'm I'm just, uh, yeah. Even from that card, it's like, that is total furry bait. So, uh, I, I think I don't it's like, know. I feel it would be more furry bait if they showed, like, ears and a tail. Because I mean, otherwise, it's just like, oh yeah, but you can still have like slots in it he's or like, got, like fake whiskers. ears. Yeah, I guess. But 
But that, know, that is like definitely a, a cat, though. He's like a bargain bin um, Thundercats. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, for. we can't fucking top that. Time to move on He's from Achilles one. He, he is a Thundercats. Yes, he is. And then from V Jump, a few previews. We have not seen Shakuamon, which looks good. Uh, Louie and Ukumon both get cards look nice. A nice double tamer card of Dice Gang Ken. It feels like that's telling us that the others are going to be double tamer cards also. Oh, yeah. Which is funny, because as I recall, that's what Tri and Kizuna both got, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Not not, not everybody, but most of them were. It was fun, because they mixed up the uh, combos with those. It was good. For some reason, I don't expect them to mix up the combos this time. Um... It'd be fun if they Cause did, Because it, it feels like they... Yeah, mechanics-wise, I suppose it wouldn't be as... Yeah, because they kept talking about, like, oh, it's going to be the Jogris yeah. and stuff from the movies. It's like, and you see Louie there, so, like, what is the mix-up going to be at this point? There's only four left. Yeah, also, I think Takeru and Akari have gotten... I think and Akari have gotten a card together. I once. don't... They may... They had. I'm not I thought sure. The like the I thought the reboot... I they, think they, the they may have got one. Here's the thing: the reboot ones got so many, it's hard to remember, to be honest. Right, but I think when they paired them up for the reboot, it was Takeru and Akari. Yeah, and then we got clean versions of limited card pack to Death X Mon and various, mostly movie-related promo cards. Uh, we also got clean images from Starter Deck 17. I love that it's a Terramon Lopmon set. It just works well, and also Magnamon's there as a treat. They should just call it Bunny Brigade. They should, but they won't, and you know that. And then card battle. The first one is literally Ayoyama's done too well lately, so we're just gonna do multiple matches against her to see if we can make her less popular. <laughs> and also that everyone everyone was jealous that they that commenters kept saying she was cute, so they were gonna try to take her down a peg. Was literally what one episode was. They literally put comments on screen, and it was like. People keep saying she's cute. We have to do something about this. And well, they, they should also become more cute to fight her. And then they did a... St- well, see, you say that, it's funny, because the next episode when they do the starter deck 17 match, Sayaka has her hair done like Ayoyama. <laughs> so I believe that was done on purpose. Uh, and haven't posted about it, uh, May should point out, Iwai got married. Uh, I, I, There were some oddities with the marriage. Like when they posted information about his wife, I'm like, wait a tick. How old's he? He's not as old as I think okay. he is, but that that those ages are slightly off. He well, first of all, I did not know he was thirty seven. I thought he was like in his forties or fifties. Uh, he certainly looks like that. And she's nineteen. And that was roughly my reaction. It's like, okay. It, it's that, funny. That oh, oh, no, 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 it gets worse. Cause I'm looking at, a thing for like zombies. Well, that's the thing is it's talking about how they met on the set of uh, one of those talk show things. He actually has met her parents. They approve of him. And then as I'm looking through I stuff, hope I, so uh, getting married. Well, you know that doesn't always happen. But as I'm looking through stuff, I'm like, you know, they're showing like times when oh they posted pictures of each other. It's like I why is that picture say it's from like 2019. And it's like, okay, I'm going to stop looking this up for now because I don't want to know. I told you we should just stop there and move no, on. No, because that's because that's one of those things I'm not going to miss. And then ice cream. Need some ice cream after yeah. that. 
the Roll Ice Cream Factory Digimon stuff is being sold online. And I have to say, the first item's great, even though I really hope someone does not try to get this from an intermediary. I the really fir- hope someone does. I want the results. The first one is all four collaboration ice creams, along with portioned out cups of the things you need to add to them. And it comes in a frozen from a frozen delivery company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to yeah, imagine. Yeah, I, I have to imagine <laughs> any any intermediary will look at this and just go, "No, there, there, there's no way this is going to work." Please stop, crazy fan who is not from Japan. And you Here, have all- a dis- have a discount code for Coop for HelloFresh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you also get four of the postcards at random, and then. There's also the acrylic stands, the clear file, the trading magnet stickers, all decent prices. Uh, minus having to deal with intermediaries. Yeah, I like the SDR. I like that it wasn't. It's pseudo unique art. Like I think the only products are from Roll Ice Cream, but like we saw these used on like tables at um, movie yeah. theaters and stuff. Yeah. And I love getting the high. I think it was the. Um, the sticker image shows all of them clean and super high resolution without any junk around it. It's like, wow, there's some really nice detailing on these. Although the weird thing is, is they're all in their Kazuna outfits. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't even like when Did they... they u- just make this before they had access to the artwork? It, it could be the thing where the collaborations planned out ahead of time and they just had to get it done. And also Louis there. And here's here's the one problem with SDR. You look at all these, it's like, man, Vimon looks great, Hawkmon looks great, Armor Demon's amazing. And I'm not sure Ukomon technically counts as SD. That's kind of just Ukomon, <laughs> to be honest. A horrifying yeah. Muppet as always. Yeah. Um and then the quest shop we've have details for. First off, we've said it before, the arc for this is just fucking amazing. I fucking love it so mm. much. Where's the high res of this? There wasn't any. Ah, uh. <laughs> find some. Yeah, right. Like, this is the one I want the high res stuff for. Hey, the one thing that's worth mentioning is, is it's a standby page for now. When the actual store goes up, I'm hopeful we'll get something nicer. Because, 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 believe me, when they put up the images, I grab the image address and try to reverse engineer it to get high resolution images. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so this is open the thirtieth. It runs until the eighth in G- excuse me, the eighth in the new year. And they also revealed new artwork, which is from Seiji Tachikawa, who's the animation character designer for the movie. New art of just a n- nice little art of them in Everybody. the snow. Yeah, it, it it's really good. So the products are first is there are bromide prints of the six o two kids and that new artwork. But there's a trick to getting them. You pay your money, and then you get a quiz. If you get, if you do well on the quiz, if you want, you can get a different bromide, which features them with the detective artwork, which feel, which is meant to be fun, but it feels horrible if those are the actual ones you want. Although I would, like I would, necessary pressure. I would hope it is a basic quiz. Uh, and if you do well on the quiz, you can... Speed of an unladen swallow. <laughs> I lost my train of thought because now I just have Monty Python quotes in my head. And if you do well in the quiz, you can also buy a badge with the crest showing you did well. 
The, the, you have to, the test is you have to determine how the parrot died. It's a mystery. <laughs> and then the acrylic keychains. Can badges stationary set. I like the random cushion, which they have to quantify as a square-shaped cushion. Acrylic stands. Mini-disc style keychains. That is something most people will not know. And a high-end art print reproduction of that new art. Uh, and that number is not wrong. Multiple people have been like, you typed that number wrong, right? No. No, I did not. 49,500 yen. What is that? <laughs> to USD. Current exchange rate makes that $335. And weirdly, this is... Not- a fucking A3 size. Yes. Oh, and big frame. It comes framed and... Uh, if you're a Digimon Partner member, before the store launches, Digimon Partners will post some sort of keyword or keyword phrase, which will get you a free sticker with your order of that new art. Wow, a sticker. Sticker. And then, so that will be on the 30th. Uh, then a little bit of V-Jump cleanup, because V-Jump from today has been throughout this, but the last page is kind of a potpourri. We get the Amplified Model Kit. They have a little corner about dreamers. We get the weirdly sad little seeker section. Remember when seekers got like two page spreads and then one page and then half a page, and now it doesn't even get any art. Look at it exists. Yes. Miyuki Sawashiro does a small little interview, which is weird because, like, she narrates the auto thing, but she's not. I don't want to say she's not part of it because obviously she's the narrator, but it feels weird. Like, I don't know what she has to say about it it's she odd. might have thoughts on it while she's yeah. narrating and then this is like the other weird thing today is this it points out oh you know they're at it's heading to the final part and people are like what it can't be ending it's like you realize it's been like eight seven months like they said about a year we're like at that point especially with how long these chapters have been so do you think seekers will be able to eke out a win in the end um, Me. I, I think it, it's, it's possible. It's weird. There's been multiple, e- even as unhappy as we've all kind of been, it keeps feeling like there are random chapters. Just like it feels like it's going to rev up right after this. It feels yeah, like, it's like it does still feel like there can be some compelling stuff in here before it's over. Yeah, it feels like it. Uh, then they also went over some of the O2 collaborations, like the Ice Cream Factory, Kitty Land, the pop-up shops. It was nice to have a relatively small V-Jump section, because some of them are like seven or eight pages lately. A nice three-pager was good. And then, oh man, you, you can tell when the polls are definitely real and not someone has tried to rig it, uh, when Armadamon and Cody win with over half the votes. Do, do you no. like do you like how it's always? This is why Bandai does not listen to our polls anymore. No, the funny part is, is they will do polls and they will double check the numbers. They just don't do them on these meaningless ones that mean nothing, because <laughs> it really doesn't. Like like we've seen polls for other ones where they're like, "Come on, guys, we're watching the numbers. Don't do that shit." Here, they don't even care. And the funny part is, some people are popping like, "No, there's plenty of Cody and Armored Mon." It's like, yes, but. It's not getting 50% of the vote. Over 50. Yes. <laughs> and I like how the literal next four are all like the basic V-Mon ones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and 
I would. I admit, I would have thought the Miyako slash Yoli one would have ranked higher. Doesn't yeah. matter. As soon as as soon as Iori wins anything, you know it's not valid. And then new poll. It is your favorite Digimon from the Pendulum One slash One Point Five outside of Baby Ones. There's a there, because of the selection for this Pendulum. There's actually an interesting lineup here. I mean, it's it's going to be Tailmon or Antrimon, isn't it? I I feel it. Yeah, yeah probably. I feel like we I think Quagmire's probably going to go pretty high too. You, you know who could be? You know who could be the crazy winner, or the uh, the unexpected high one that is not necessarily a winner. Metal Edamon. Metal Edamon. Yeah. It feels yeah. like it could. Uh, this closes in about a day, so get to it and vote if you want to, anyone. I want Fluffy Pink Dragon. And Ooh, then that'd be fun. And then from the last few weekends, uh, we get the Dreamers overview of 20 from Tenyabuno. He points out that he really wants to use that zero to one name thing for a chapter of Dreamers. And he got wistful ahead of that manga meeting thing they did. Then we got Aww. then we got a preview of the newly released O2 Blu-ray set. It's funny. I really don't like the look of these. Like they feel too minimal. People who worked on the show fucking love them. Kakudo's posted about the theme of this set multiple times. He really likes them. To me, it's just a bit too minimal. Like I don't the ins- the, uh, the liner in the ins- inner liner is actually kind of neat. Yeah. All the little stuff going on there. It just it it's too, too like it, it's yeah it's too minimal <laughs> as a box basically. Yeah, yeah. From the outside, uh, the outsides. Um, then they shut off the ba- they shut off that Bandai at the headquarters. It's still Digimon stuff. They shut off the little Tamagotchi mascot also. Tokyo Tower. We got images of a bunch of stuff from it. I love these standees. There's so much fun stuff. Those drinks still look terrible, though. Then at the yeah. muse- at the museum, they shut off various movie theme products they got, and also on the um, the chalkboard, they did a little thing for the second week audio drama. I love oh, where they draw the Otodamas. They look so nice. <laughs> Hikari looks the best. Something about Patamon weirds me out. The orange is too bright. Kind of obstructs that may, the eyes a little that bit. That may be it. Um, and then, of course, the beginning was in theaters. Various photos from me and others on social media. And then, it is... Very weird that they're doing more of the ghost game prints. I'm uh, not. I guess they must be selling. I think it's that they got renewed, so probably part of the contract was that they would get a few more new ones, and they're just like marketing them in batches still because that's what they do. There are some nice ones in this batch, though. I admit, like looking through them, there was a lot of good jelly munch shots. I particularly like the hero in Kyoshiro, just looking. <laughs> staring wide-eyed at the camera. That's a good one. I think one that also. one's my favorite. Uh, then let's see. We got another little Dreamers preview. And Tenyabuna pointed out, hey, that's it. Now it's monthly. It's stuff that was never published before. Uh, Fathom and Toei both made tweets regarding if you did not get cards at the theater. It appears they're trying to deal with that as best they can for people who didn't. So go take a look if you didn't, and hopefully they can take care of you. Uh, we got the narrated preview for the third. I love that it's Hiroki Hirata just like doing O2 previews. It's so good. 
so fun. Nostalgia. Uh, then we got a few guests at the Tokyo Tower event. That is nearly over. It's Iori, Armadamon, Vimon, and Wormon, I believe, looking at everyone. I feel like I'm mixing up someone, but I think that's what it is. Uh, then the museum added a few new things, including uh, the print. It looks very nice in person. I'm certainly not paying $330 for it, though. It looks very nice, though. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, that's exactly my feeling. And then we get the Asmaria drawn artwork for the Metal Greymon Amplified Kit based on 2020. That is some nice Asmaria art that is also very Asmaria art. Very spiky. Also, I'm pretty sure this is a Gundam pose. When is it not a Gundam always. pose? It's, it's always a Gundam pose. But yeah, very nice art. My only thing is, is it feels like they should have done the Alteris mode for the art. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that is such a uniquely 2020 thing. Mm-hmm. And the kit being able to do that is a neat touch. For sure. And time for questions. Do you guys in chat can throw yours up? Some of the ones we're sending ahead of mm. time. Some, we've talked about us entering a break or downtime for Digimon. Do you think that can be good? Absolutely. I need one, yeah. A break for us. Also, and I say this in all honesty, uh, it can definitely help the heart grow fonder because as we've gotten everything we functionally dream of, people are getting a little more generically upset. I mean, never mind the hearts. Our wallets need to recover. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a little bit of break time is not a bad idea. And here's the thing, we don't know how long. This could very well be in January or February they're going to announce the card game thing, and for all we know, it's huge. Like, this could be a very short break. I would not mind if it's a bit longer, though. I need Um, time to recover. Yeah. Um, I was not going to include this one because I was worried the show would run long, but since it's not, what are some movies that you think are ones that represent who you are? That is a very deep question. Oh, that's a tough one. I kept trying. I keep trying to think of multiple ones, and I've come up with a few. I mean, the first one that came to mind for me was Clue, which tells a, you a bit. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. The first one that came to mind to me almost is too easy. It was Clerks. Oh, yes. Yes. Dev? Mine probably would be Scary Movie. <laughs> oh, that's a good that's, one. That's a good one. That's a good choice. I was also thinking of stuff like Army of Darkness or... You know, it's funny you mentioned Clerks because Dogma was on my short list for possibilities. Dogma's a great choice. So I'm trying to think of what else. It feels like there'd be something like a Die Hard or a Lethal Weapon in there. Just like the type of movie that you really... Re- or Ghost- Ghostbusters is a good one. Silly violence. Oh, another one that would be good for me would be back to the original Back to the Future. Yeah, that's that, a, I think would cover me. That, that one actually covers a lot of. I was just talking about Back to the Future in the chat a couple days ago. I was pointing out how in the comics they deal with an oddity of the plot. Well, I think the with Back to the Future, just the idea of having this having a sci-fi, well, having a sci-fi concept that doesn't really beat you over the head as much with a sci-fi and focuses on the story. Oh, don't than... don't worry. The comics beat you over the head with it. <laughs> Right, that's why I'm yeah. not bringing up. No, the no, and that's what. No, I know, but that's where it's fun in the sense of the movies. The movies are a great example of continuity is not the be all end all. It's very well. It's also very. It's very accessible sci-fi. Yes. That's sort of my yeah. What I like. Yeah. 
I still love when the comics brought up a question I had had for years. I loved it so much. The Marty who is in two and three is not the Marty who went back in time at the end of one. That Marty had an entirely different life. It's just a weird thing that always made me go, huh? And then they brought it up in the comics, and the answer in the comics is roughly, Marty, stop being a fucking moron. Don't worry about it. <laughs> was li- no literally like that was the answer like even uh jennifer like smacks him's like i don't care i mean marty has more of a character arc in two and three than he does in one no i know but what i'm saying is is marty goes back in time to the beginning of one and returns at the end of one correct yes at the end of movie one he sees himself go back in time right Yes. That is not him from the beginning of the movie. That is an entirely different Marty McFly who had an entirely different life. Yeah, that mean it is, but that's a whole rabbit no, hole. No, I know, no, I know, wanna... but but that's what I'm saying. The comics deal with it, and the answer is literally, no one cares, Marty. Calm the fuck down. It does not matter. You are who you are. It does not matter. Yes. I love I love that the comics asked the question because that was a question that people brought up constantly, and it's because. Uh, I think it was Bob Gale helped on the comics. And the answer yeah. was literally just slapping it down. It does not matter. I appreciate because in, in my fic Neverworld, I do the, a, a very similar question comes up and the exact like the exact same answer yeah. is, is given. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Although I love I love how they start that arc. Literally, Marty asked the question of his dad, like ex- not explaining time travel, but like what if you had the chance to go back in time and you change something? Would you be you? His dad's like, I don't know. You need like, and they end up going to a priest. And the priest is like, Marty, that's a horrible question. That's ruining God's plan. And Marty's just, and Marty's like, and Marty's, and Marty's is like, oh great, God hates me and Doc. And it's just like, it's just so good. Uh, let's see. Are there any beginning products you expect to pop up? It's weird because it feels like the last year, year and a half has been. It's been just a shit ton of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been like we got various gems and precious gems. We have the very fancy D3s that are coming soon ish. We've. It feels like this time they did everything in the lead up to it. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what pops up outside of, say, the movie itself or a, a score disc, because we really don't know um, if th- there'll be something big, but it feels like they got all that while the hype for the movie was building, which I can appreciate. Realistically, that- I can expect more like crane game style plushies. Yeah. Although I will say we do, we have precious gems of Pildramon and dragon mode. We do not have one for fighter mode. I could also imagine one of the stay puff marshmallow man. Because I'm going with that hedge still. <laughs> like, can't you just imagine, like, just a big statue of that image? No, not at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Mr. Stay Puff in my house. The <laughs> uh, has come. Okay. <laughs> Almost near the last chance for you guys in chat if you want to ask any questions. Someone said this was a returning... I assume this means it's the same person who who's asked this occasionally. Any non-Digimon films, books, games that have caught our attention lately? Let's see. I'm kind of in between stuff right now because, like, I finished after I finished Tears of the Kingdom, I went back and finished Persona Three. So now I'm like kind of just winding up other stuff, like I, little stuff before I begin other things. I have Mario Wonder and Mario RPG to play in limited time, and those I are both going. To- 
I don't have Mario Wonder, and I just beat. I just played RPG the original like a few months ago, so I'm like not in a hurry to get the new one. And then also, I've been taking advantage Mario RPG. I'm really looking forward to because that is like to me that is the quintessential like classic style JRPG. Oh yeah, I mean it absolutely is. Like I was on a crime. I was just on a big. SNES kick a while, yeah. like I was playing Chrono um, Trigger as well recently. God, I wish I had time to play games, but I basically am just even more dead than usual when I get home. And then, uh, very, um, yeah. no, ver- go ahead. various Blu-rays have been coming in. It's like, oh, should I watch or rewatch? It's like, oh, a new disc of uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girls, uh, Senpai. Great mm-hmm. show, great movie. Um, so you, you guys, can... sorry, go oh, ahead. I was going to say we've been getting into um. We've been trying to catch up on Doctor Who again as well, so I've been a little bit more... Oh, God, I'm looking... Because we're days away from that. I know, but it's like because it's coming like it's coming back again, we're like, oh, crap, we're like two seasons behind, so we got to plow through the rest of Whitaker. <laughs> so I can't watch the Whitaker stuff, and we've talked about it before. I love her. The writing is just so bad, I can't... It's... Do. The thing is, it is... Does it get better? Not, it is well. It's. I mean, it's. I would say the stuff I've seen so far is not as good as you know previous seasons. But it's like it for me. It's like it still feels like Doctor Who. And oh, I'm still oh, really to be to be it. to be clear, I have no doubt it feels like Doctor Who. And yeah. She's great. I just yeah. I I re, like I remember. I think I remember talking about this with Vandy. We but we each separately watched the first episode. We both went. She's great. The writing is so bad. I don't know if I'm going to watch it next week. And I think ne- neither of us did, and we just separately did not watch any of her run because the writing felt so bad, and it never felt like it got better. Even yeah. though, even though some of the twists I actually like that I've heard of. Oh yeah, yeah. E- even like some, I mean, even the stuff that people say they don't like, it's like, oh, a weird, stupid twist like that is exactly Doctor Who. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean the 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 mediocre episodes are aggressively mediocre but yeah that's functionally what that is is the right the right the, still fun for me yeah no. yeah i've i have no doubt of that I, it, it was purely a writing quality thing for me anytime they showed a new cast member it's like i know this person they're gonna be great or if i don't know them it's like they're picking good people i just mm-hmm. eh. you know I, so I don't remember who put it i think it was um I think it's Lee, who I know in the UK, who's not a Digimon person heavily. They are a Doctor Who person, just general nerd stuff. They put it best. Jodie Whittaker is going to do Doctor Who audio dramas for decades, and everyone's going to love her in it. She's going to be the new Colin Baker, yeah. No, she's going to be the new Paul McGann. Oh, I mean, yeah, Paul McGann. Well, Paul McGann just didn't get. He had one movie, so. Yeah. But he had Colin one... Baker had several seasons of. But mediocrity. to be fair, pe- people like a lot of the Colin Baker stuff. To be fair, do they? I thought he was one of the least popular. Uh, the he 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 movie. is, but you have to remember, like almost every one of those was a home run, and I think people warmed up to Baker as he stayed longer. Maybe, but I know that his audio stuff really knocks out no, the park. All the audio stuff knocks it out. To be honest, though, like yeah, but yeah. particularly Baker and McGann. Yeah. McGann had the advantage of kind of being like he was kind of a blank slate yeah it's sort of they never did anything with him minus the movie and since there wasn't a show no one was ever really telling them no I mean there was like very early on it's like oh suddenly doesn't have the wig anymore yeah 
<laughs> like oh no, the better the better part was like it was five, six, seven years ago. At a convention, a professional costume designer helped design a new costume for him for photos with fans. Fun. And they took though, and it was like a new costume where like it has his normal hair. It's like a leather outfit and everything. And they took super high end uh, images of them. They use those on the cover of the audio dramas now. Oh, nice! So they don't just have to use the same five images of him in the um, right. London outfit. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm. Really, I'm really looking forward to three episodes of David Tennant, and then moving on to whatever's next. Yeah, it is very exciting that the person who brought Doctor Who back is back again. Yeah, definitely. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, I'm excited for the the new the yeah RTD back and the the new Doctor. And he's looks, fi- looks and he's amazing. fighting Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, and yes. Neil Patrick Harris is playing someone we haven't seen in decades. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, oh, uh, the last one, uh, I watched all of Scott Pilgrim on Friday. I need to watch that still. Yeah, I, I'm not talking about it much because I, for reasons. I, this is this is one where I'm glad to have had a warning about yeah, okay, yes. something early. Yes. Uh, multiple people I know basically went, I've heard about X. Do I need to go read all the comics first? And I basically went, as long no. as you watch the movie, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was, I thought this was going to be a really, like, I thought it was pretty much going to be a straight up adaptation, and I'm glad to know in advance that it's not, because that, again, although I, will say, although I will say, I was reading an interview with O'Malley today, and he pointed out that media literacy, he, go, he basically goes, media literacy mm. isn't great, because people keep going, man, I'm rereading it years later, it seems like Scott Pilgrim's a bad person, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, and it's it's <laughs> like, I'm sorry, did you not read the first page, like, that's not, right? su- that's not supposed to be that's... something to discover, you're no. told, functionally speaking, almost no one in the story of Scott Pilgrim is a good person. Yeah, like, the kind of, it's the just, whole... there's this trend where people think that, oh, it's, a protagonist he's, character. He's the main character. Like, yeah, like, he's like, the main character in an underdog situation. Yeah. That means he's automatically a yes. guy. And like, Scott like, Pilgrim is all about destroying that and going, no, he's kind of an ass. Yeah, see, here's the thing. The Seven X's, all bad people. Scott Pilgrim, bad person. Ramona, bad person. Mm-hmm. Uh, functionally, they're you, all pieces of shit. You could, ma- you, you, could, you, could, you could probably argue Knives is a good person. But she's also young and confused in general. Yeah, yeah. But knives functionally is... speaking, yes, everyone in Scott Pilgrim is supposed to be a bad person. I would, yeah, I wouldn't point. call Knives bad, but she's not great. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Um, and like, you don't watch this for moral upstanding citizens. Okay, Juggernaut yeah. wants to know. Thinking about it, uh, Juggernaut, we will save that question for when we talk about the movie because that is that yeah. that yeah. The we, if we'll, you're not ready for it, it's yeah. it's. It's, yeah. You want to be surprised. Wait, wait for that question for the beginning of the year, and we will answer that directly. But for now, no. Um, and last question, minus any of the pop and chat. If we we're going to make O2 food or drinks for an event, what would we come up with since we've generally complained about them? Booze. No, Oops. I'm trying to think. Like <laughs> Mixed I, drinks. I would, it feels like you have to have a... Up. Because you can dye the food and the icing different colors, you can use different sprinkles, you could even, like, 
put the little. I will. I will say this. I will say this. As much as it's not my thing, the roll ice cream was a decent idea. I was. Yeah, ice cream was probably the the best way to go. Yeah. Don't, like don't don't be so focused on trying to make it look like the characters. Like yeah. think of have it be inspired by characters more than. Although theory. although I admit I still love like the okay the, it, it, I don't know if it was tea or coffee with a single strawberry floating for Sora. I don't know if it was tea or coffee, but that was the dumbest one and still is. I think it was coffee although, with a strawberry. Although as I recall, wasn't a Miyako follow up to that where like. Tea with a single marshmallow floating in it. Yes. Yes. And it's like, great. This is the crest of horrible fucking drinks. Okay, I think that it's about it. Basically, we would just make normal stuff that had the right color. We would not worry about some sort of weird faux whatever. Right. And if it's blue, we would probably ignore that. AAR's dream of making Kurokawa drinks will not come true. Uh, all oh God, I just remembered like that blue Sonic the Hedgehog curry. No, they did that for Digimon also. God damn it! Remember they did it was blue curry with a thi- with a thi- mound of rice in the middle, and they put a Monica of the train car in the middle, so it's supposed to be the island. Oh God, fuck! And it was like a weird pasty blue that almost looked more like kids glue. Then blue. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It's coming back to me, and I don't want to remember. No, it. yeah, it was horrifying. Ar, what have you been up to, and what shall you be up to? Uh, what I've been up to, I did, I did answer that one question that we talked about in the movie about um, regarding the movie about it, how it had to be the O2 cast, and what would happen if all of the other seasons' characters were in the situation the O2 kids are in, how would they respond to each of those things? So I break it down by seasons. Obviously, that's full of spoilers, but look it up on my Tumblr, because it's kind of interesting, because certainly they go in very different directions. Here's what you need to do, AR. You need to put a reminder on your phone calendar for 8 p.m. on January 2nd, so you can tell everyone on the show where we'll do spoilers again that to go check that out. Mm-hmm. I got another ask I might tackle as well, so... Okay. Dev, name something on Wikimon for people to look up and read. Thunderballmon, because it is blue. <laughs> I mean, blue-ish. That is more of a metally purple than a blue, if I remember. I may be remembering him wrong, though. It's like a navy-ish blue, but it's still blue and just has random-ass fucking sneakers. <laughs> The random ass sneakers represents the Monica of the train. <laughs> and I can be found with those always on Twitter, Blue Sky, the forums. And we will catch you guys in two weeks for hopefully another breezy show. It was nice to get a breezy show after a while, wasn't it? Yeah. So we will catch you guys all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.